This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. And welcome to a new episode of The Volley, the show where we give you the the analysis and the breakdown from the, the most recent English Premier League games. I am Mags, and you may be wondering, uh, first of all, why you can't hear the dulcet tones of Mr. Matt Willis. Well, uh, uh, Matt is uh, gone on holiday for a few weeks, so uh, he's not going to be available to do the show. Uh, but uh, whilst he's away, it gives me kind of like the a little bit of uh, freedom, a little bit of creative license to um, put these shows together um, uh, as and when I can, because as it's around the Christmas period and going into the New Year, time is uh, of a premium. And I thought I would uh, kind of just uh, change it up a little bit and give you more of a bat-sized uh, look at the the results uh, going into the into the new year. Because as we know, the 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 fixture schedule is very very congested. Lots of games being cancelled. Lots of games being uh, postponed and having to be. Uh, uh, Reset uh, up again, um, so the the games over this Christmas period are coming pretty much thick and fast. Um, so as um, as I said, I'm going to be doing uh, a more of a bite sized version. So you'll probably see more than one uh, episode of this drop uh, over the the period that, that Matt is away. Um, I'll be um, essentially getting my thoughts and and um, viewpoints down pretty much the the days of the matches and then uploading uh as soon as i, I get a chance uh but for for this episode i'll be covering the the games over the past couple of days so we'll be starting with the 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 few games that that happened on the 28th of december that's this past tuesday um and first of all we had a, a couple of uh, games that were postponed. Arsenal versus Wolverhampton Wanderers was postponed, and Leeds versus Aston Villa. Uh, but it meant that we had four games uh, on on this game day, uh, starting with Southampton versus Spurs. This was certainly what you would call a game of two halves. Uh, first off, uh, very very even, very very scrappy. Um, Spurs had 53% of the uh, first half possession uh, and registered only um, four shots in that period. And the, the sides went in at half-time uh, level, one apiece. Uh, the, the scoring opened by James Ward-Prowse, who's hitting a real kind of purple patch, uh, not in not just in terms of his, his uh, dead ball uh tactics and skills but even now with his uh with his in-play um performances scoring some wonder goals and 
this was a um, a great uh, swerving, curving shot uh, that that beat um, Hugo Lloris uh, beautifully uh, played. Um, but the the kind of turning point in this game started uh, pretty soon after that when. Uh, uh, Mohamed uh, Salisu uh, picked up a couple of bookings, the silly ones as well. The first one on, uh, I think it was Emerson, where he bundled, bundled him over. Uh, and then the second one, um, a few minutes later, around 12 minutes um, later on, when um, Son was racing into the box and uh, Salisu came across and, and, and checked him both. Uh, not particularly dangerous fouls, but both certainly uh, bookable offences. Uh, and that sending off... Uh, after about thirty-nine minutes, five minutes of the of the um, the half to go, really was the turning point in this game, at least in terms of of the balance of play. Uh, Kane uh, put away the penalty uh, again. Another player who's uh, who's had a rough time of it recently, but he's certainly hitting uh, a purple patch when it comes to scoring. His uh, his penalty went uh, high into into the uh, the roof of the net, really well taken. And with uh, the loss of such a, a big player in Salas, who has has been superb for uh, Southampton this season, uh, with the loss of uh, of him, you would think it would uh, it would mean the the end of the game for Southampton that they would uh, be battered by the Spurs side. And in terms of um, uh, shots and in terms of possession, they absolutely were. Um, Spurs had the ball uh, 76% of the time in the second half with 18 shots um, on on goal, uh, which really kind of shown how much this Southampton team missed uh, Salazu once he got sent off. But the problem is was converting those chances into goals. Uh, Spurs did have the ball in the net uh, a couple of times. Uh, first with uh, Kane um, and a really well-taken uh, finish uh, being ruled offside for uh, VAR. F- for me, that was a very, very tight call and it looked it looked as if the arm of Kane whilst in full sprint was, uh, was what was deemed offside. It was razor, razor thin. Uh, and then a second goal, uh, and this one was a little bit more cut and dry. Um, Fraser Forster coming out to uh, um, to uh, collect the ball from uh, from a, a Spurs corner. Um, Matt Doherty doing the the Kane tactic, and I hate this tactic of, of backing into uh, a player, but um, and then kind of pushing your backside out so you create almost like a ramp or like a, a wedge for that uh, for the player you're backing into to, to fall over. Kane is an expert at it, draws a lot of fouls by doing that, and it's a horrible, horrible tactic. I hate uh, when I see it, but uh, more so for, for Matt Doherty because he was doing it to a goalkeeper and whilst whilst in midair, it was just ridiculous. Uh, the ball did bundle over the line, uh, but unfortunately it was... Uh, for for Spurs and more and more probably fortunately for Southampton, it was um, ruled offside and and it was fairly ruled offside, uh, but that didn't stop Spurs from from uh, um, having more and more um, attacks at, at Southampton's goal. Um, the Kane and Son both coming very very close, uh, but Fraser Forster putting in uh, an outstanding performance. Uh, but what it means is that, uh, that uh, Conte is still unbeaten uh, in his seven league games. I think it's four wins uh, and, and three draws. 
this was a hard-earned uh, point for for Southampton, and uh, Hassan Huttle was was very very pleased to get uh, to come away with something, especially after Salisu was sent off. Um, in 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 the, the the kind of latter stages of the first half, but yeah, uh, a good opening to uh, this uh, midweek uh, session of football and a, a great point for for Southampton. So let's next go on to uh, Palace versus Norwich, and this ended up being a, a pretty uh, easy victory for Palace, uh, finishing the game three nil. Um, open scoring with um, um, Odson Ed, Edward. Uh, Scoring a penalty, um, I think it was Kenny McLean had fouled Will Hughes on the edge of the of the eighteen yard box, and Hudson uh, uh, Ed, Edward uh, with the pretty easy uh, finish, and he was actually involved in pretty much all of the game. Everything that was uh, that uh, Palace were were doing right was going through Hudson Edward, and he was. Um, he was the assister for for the for the final two goals. Uh, the first one was a a really well played ball across the box um, from uh, Edward a low cross that that was met well by um, uh, Mateta to get his first goal of the season, uh, beating Angus Gunn on his near post. And then uh, a few minutes later, um, uh, Jeffrey Schlupp um, he pounced on some really good work by uh, Edward uh, running at the, into the box uh, really kind of scaring the, the, the Norwich defenders um, and when the ball comes free uh, Schlupp uh, is able to to power the, the, the ball uh, past Angus Gunn uh, in, the, in the goal uh, at a very very tight angle but it was a really uh, well played finish and yet again um, it kind of um, cements that Norwich are just not doing enough to uh, to stay in, in games not doing in, not showing enough fight not showing enough power and and it really didn't help the the fact that they lost some some really big players in the build up to this game. I think Max Aaron's, uh, Todd Cantwell, and uh, Timo Puke uh, pulled out just before before uh, the the game. So it meant that um, Norwich was scrambling to make a team. Uh, and Dean Smith said in in the uh, the post match interview that uh, they they had to scramble. They they only had ten senior players. Uh, so they had to uh, form a, a team from from the youth, and uh, I suppose that's no excuse. Um, a lot of other uh, clubs have had to do it, but it just shows how uh, much of an effect this uh, this COVID uh, world is having on 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 some of these uh, lower down teams who maybe don't have uh, the the strength in depth of a, of a squad uh, like like the bigger clubs. And it's ironic that we see um, managers like Tuchel, managers like Lop, uh complaining about uh, how hard it is for for those teams when they have essentially unlimited resources and and uh, squads that are uh, Premier League quality all the way down to the the under twenty ones and teams like Norwich, teams like uh, Martin Burnley, teams like um, teams like Leeds uh, are all kind of like really struggling to uh, to find uh, a, a decent first eleven, uh, but. Again, that that's not to give Norwich excuses. They were pretty poor in this game, and ironically, they they had um, some of the the most possession and most shots they've they've had in a long, long while. 
I mean, we spoke on last week's the value of how Timo Pukki only had 23 touches in the last game. Well, in this game alone, Norwich had 12 shots. Um, granted, not a lot to um, to um, threaten uh, Greater in the net. There was one uh, probably decent opportunity when uh, 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 Greta tipped a, a shot come cross over the bar with his forearm. But other than that, it was it was pretty one way um, in terms of clear cut chances with. Uh, Palace having 19 shots compared to Norwich's 12, but the 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 big difference was that Palace had six on target, where Norwich could only muster three on target, so they w- just weren't making um, greater work enough. Uh, but that cements Norwich uh, firmly on the bottom of the table again, uh, looking into the new year uh, up at everybody else. So it's going to still be a, a tough ride for for the Canaries. Next up, let's talk uh, Watford versus West Ham. Uh, West Ham um, looking to get back on on the winning track in the Premier League. Kind of dropped out of the top four, um, let, uh, which has allowed Man United and, and Tottenham to, to to catch up there and, and really helped uh, Arsenal push their way um, into those Champions League places. Looking to pick up the victory away at Watford. Um, and it started pretty badly for them. Um, Emmanuel Denis, he's been absolutely on fire, become uh, Watford's talisman almost. And he absolutely skinned uh, Craig Dawson on the edge of the box before firing a, a well-taken goal into into the, the, the roof of the net. And it looked like that the, uh, West Ham were going to struggle. Uh, that, that goal coming after four minutes, and it took... Um, Almost half an hour for for uh, West Ham to be able to peg that back. Uh, Saeed Ben Rama was uh, was very unlucky early on with a, a shot that rattled the bar from about thirty yards. Uh, but eventually the 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 equaliser did come uh, when uh, Jared Bowen, who had a, a scintillating game, uh, he uh, picked out Thomas uh, uh, Suchek, uh, th- threaded the ball through to him, and Suchek was able to uh, to finish um, w- within the the six yard box. And then Saeed Benrahma got the goal that he absolutely, uh, his performance uh, deserved with a deflected shot. Um, the game was um, was was pretty much put away then um, on, on, on the hour mark when uh, Backman um, went for the, a challenge on, on Bowen. Bowen was, uh, was kind of running away from the goal towards the corner flag. Um, he, um, Batman kind of... Uh, threw himself at Bowen's leg rather than the ball uh, VAR giving the the, the foul uh, and Mark Noble was was uh, able to comfortably put the put the, the the ball away and put the game out of reach of Watford uh, and then just to add a, a little bit of salt to the wounds uh, Bowen again um, just ripping his way through through the the defence and was able to cut the ball back uh, for Nikola Vlasic to uh, sad foot um, and and essentially put this this victory uh, well out of the reach of 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 Watford uh, and stats wise it it 
it tells pretty much that that same story in terms of possession. Uh, West Ham dominated with 57% compared to Watford's 14. Uh, Shots-wise, it was uh, pretty even down the board. West Ham uh, had 13 shots compared to Watford's 14. Uh, but we're able, we're a little bit more efficient with uh, with getting those shots on target, getting six out of their thirteen on target. With Watford only able to get five uh, out of theirs uh, um, to to test um, the the West Ham goal and um, Fabianski. Uh, but this was a, a a good victory for West Ham. Like I said, it forces them back into uh, into those Champions League thoughts and a, another disappointing result for Claudio Ranieri who must be looking um looking over his shoulder at perhaps um whether he's uh he's, his head is on the chopping board. Uh and this is probably more disappointing than than previous losses because this was actually Watford's first game since the the uh tenth of December uh, obviously, because of, of COVID issues, uh, whereas in that same period, those same like twenty days, West Ham had actually played four times. So Watford were very well rested, but still unable to beat uh, a resilient West Ham side. So the last game of these Tuesday fixtures was uh, Leicester one. Liverpool nil and um, wow <laughs> there is parking the bus and there is smashing and grabbing and this was evidence of both um, how uh, Liverpool failed to score in this was absolutely unreal uh, peppering Casper uh, Schmeichel's goal with, with uh, chance after chance uh, an early shot for, for um, Alexander-Arnold really testing Casper um, Schmeichel and then about 15 minutes in um, there was a, a penalty uh, Salah uh, was, uh, was hooked down uh, by Indida he uh, looking to get his 150th Premier League goal and he hits it pretty down the middle. Um, a relatively easy save for Casper to to make, but the ball comes back off him, goes into the path of uh, Salah, who then heads it um, and hits the bar. And I think that, that you could probably say was the omen that said that this just wasn't going to be um, going to be Liverpool's day. Um, Sadio Mane had a, a, a couple of chances that were 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 pretty close. Uh, one that uh, that forced a really good save out out of um, out of Casper uh, Schmeichel. Salah had more chances to score. There was a, a really a gla- almost a glancing header from from Henderson that really panicked Casper uh, Schmeichel uh, as he uh, cut across his near post. Uh, but yeah, it. it it was all pointing to uh, this being um, going nil nil. Um, nothing that the uh, that Leicester were doing looked very threatening outside a, a break from uh, Varda, who teed up for Madison to uh, slice a, a shot across goal. But yeah, it was looking relatively safe uh, uh, at Allison's uh, at Allison's side of the pitch. Uh, and uh, all the chances were were coming from from the the Liverpool the Liverpool end with uh, Jota heading wide, uh, Van Van Dijk um, having a shot, but this Leicester team are, are wily, and whilst they've been kind of struggling of of late, um, really not being able to get any meaningful form trading wins losses and draws. Um, 
Amadola Luckman. He's uh, he's hitting a, a a pretty purple patch of, of, of form, uh, and he was uh, was able to uh, take um, Jewsby Hall's pass uh, perfectly in his stride, uh, whips past Joe Matip and raffles his, his shot uh, past Allison. And in terms of stats, that's all that they needed because um, Liverpool had 63% of the ball, 21 shots, four on target. Leicester had 37% of the ball, six shots and only one on target. And it was that one that is the difference maker in this. Really puts a dent in um, in Liverpool's uh, title aspirations. And they would certainly be looking at the the upcoming fixtures with uh, with Chelsea and, and Manchester City, um, who were taking on uh, Brighton and Brentford, respectively. That they would be able to uh, to slip up and drop points uh, because Liverpool, as as of as of now, are nine points off the pace of of, of Man City with with a game in hand. Uh, but yeah, uh, a bad day at the office for uh, Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool and Leicester uh, looking to kind of push back towards those European places. So then next up, we do have that one of those uh, those title challenges, Chelsea uh, taking on um, taking on Brighton again. Brighton who uh, who started to get a, a little bit of form, got a, a, a win recently after being essentially the the draw specialist, and that was their their first win in twelve and and um, meeting a, a Chelsea side that have been I, I wouldn't say off form. They they certainly uh, haven't been losing games uh, particularly that much, but they have been showing that they are not infallible. Um, picking up draws uh, and really kind of dropping off the pace that has been that the early pace that they set and that has been taken over by uh, by um, uh, Man City, and they they got um, they got again smashed and grabbed by by Brighton. Um, probably not so much uh, in the same vein as Leicester did with uh, with Liverpool, but um, Chelsea. Uh, at Stamford Bridge, got a one apiece draw uh, with with um, with Brighton, and uh, Lukaku opened the scoring after after twenty eight minutes with a great cross from from Mason Mount and uh, a really kind of bullying header. Uh, but even before that, um, Chelsea had, had multiple attacks on Sanchez's goal. Sanchez was incredibly busy for the first half an hour with Rudiger, uh, Alonso, and even Aspilicueta could be pretty pretty close um but this wasn't um a one-sided um game by any stretch of the imagination Brighton had plenty of their own chances 18 uh, chances in total um but it looked like we were we were going to see a typical Brighton performance where they played some really nice looking football but were unable to get it done in the in the final third uh and that was until uh, Danny Welgett popped up uh, met uh, Cucurella's uh, chip cross and uh, after a decade of trying was finally able to score uh, a Premier League goal against uh, against Chelsea with a, a deft little header which uh, beat Mendy and Mendy had, had looked pretty solid all game to be fair I mean he's had a few games now recently where he's looked um, he's looked 
week almost or he's he's made some very costly mistakes uh in this um he looked pretty strong there was a a couple of shots that were uh were goal bound and he had a um he had um some great saves uh, pulled out of him and Chelsea could have easily got on to to win this game as well uh with uh Hudson Odoi racing and splitting the defense and he only had to pick out Mason Mount uh, and if it wasn't for a, a well-timed interception by Joel Veltman, that ball was was uh, was goal-bound certainly, uh, and a really poor uh, pass from um, Hudson Odoi. He should be uh, really really disappointed with himself. So uh, stats-wise, um, it was uh, Brighton who had the majority of the ball at Stamford Bridge, which is shocking really. Um, um, Eleven shots on target for. Uh, 11 shots for, for Chelsea, 18 for Brighton, 5 on target for Chelsea, 6 on target for, for Brighton. So this was uh, very much um, uh, a level playing field uh, in terms of uh, shots and chances, but in terms of clear-cut chances, it was probably way more in favour for, for, for Chelsea. Uh, and to add further insult to injury... Um, Chelsea had a, a couple of players who who they lost in this game due to to injury as well. Reese James had to uh, had to go off, and Andreas Christensen, uh, which really adds to their their defensive wars. Obviously, we know that uh, Thiago Silva is out. Ben Chilwell uh, is potentially out for the for the rest of the season, but we've also seen N'Golo Kante um, uh, uh, have to uh, come off the bench even though he, he picked up a, a knock against Villa. We've seen Timo Werner uh, not play uh, much at all in December because of coronavirus. Uh, so, yeah, they are struggling with uh, with injuries to big first-team players. Um, and then we get the news that Lukaku, uh, whilst being in a purple patch of form in front of goal, um, he's got his eye turned at maybe returning to Inter Milan, not happy with the way the formation is played and doing uh, doing his job as a professional, but certainly wanting to uh, to return to Inter, saying he, uh, he's, um, he loves the club and that he, his ambition is always to go back there. So not a good day at the office for Chelsea whatsoever. Next up, we have league leaders, uh, Manchester City, uh, away to Brentford. And after having some great performances over the last few uh, few weeks in terms of goal scoring, uh, City reverted to what they've done for the last 18 months. And that's um, enough to get the the points. yeah, this this is the the for me. It's always been the mark of a, a title winning team when um, when things aren't going quite your way. You are able to uh, get the the rub uh, and the look, as opposed to to um, get the points when you are um, n- maybe not as clinical as as perhaps you've been in in other games um in terms of stats um city uh, dominated in pretty much every metric 76% of the the ball uh, 12 shots to brentford 6 uh, three shots on target to brentford 2 uh, but in the in the early going of this this match it looked like brentford were 
we're going to kind of return to the the kind of form where we saw them beat Arsenal and, and get a, a, a thrilling draw against Liverpool. Uh, they've really kind of played well against these uh, these uh, bigger clubs um, and um, Edison was, was easily the, the most active keeper. Um, firstly, having to um, change direction quickly um, with a deflected uh, header from Diaz uh, had to be um, uh, be tipped uh, tip wide, and then uh, Johan Wisser uh, had a shot that was uh, def- cleared off the line by both Nathan Ake and Jose uh, Cancelo in a in a really kind of well defended team, but um, City had one clear cut chance in 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 that first half, and it was well taken by by Phil Ford and. Uh, him and De Bruyne had a really good game uh, today. Their kind of a sixth sense uh, uh, mentality really paid dividends, and a beautifully flattered ball by De Bruyne, perfectly into into the pathway for Phil Ford, who had to make the the very slightest of of uh, movements to finish the ball. The VAR almost uh, put a carbosh to that, uh, but Phil Ford was. Um, was kept on side by um, um, a very very tight called the 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 back of um, of somebody's studs was actually what was keeping him on 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 uh, on side. Uh, after that, City went went to town in terms of chances, and it was certainly the uh, it was certainly the uh, Brentford uh, defence that that that's. Were, were peppered more. Fernandez very very busy. Uh, De Bruyne and, and Ford and linking well together to to uh, create uh, some really clear cut chances. One point De Bruyne hit the base of the post after sending the defence the wrong way, uh, and then even a, tried a cheeky little overhead kick, which I uh, wasn't able to pull off. Uh, and then going uh, into into the end of the game, it looked like um, City had. had a rubber stamp the victory when uh, Emmerich Laporte um, had a, um, a a really well taken header, but again VAR uh, doth give and VAR doth take away uh, because uh, Emmerich Laporte was uh, ruled offside because his elbow, a part of the body that you cannot use to score a goal, his elbow was uh, was inches offside. So yeah, but uh, what it did mean was that um, that Sitter picked up three points, kept that uh, that uh, title push going. I think that this ended up being their tenth uh, win in a row, which is absolutely phenomenal. And they, this um, means they end um, end the midweek run. Um, Eight points clear of the nearest rivals, Chelsea, and, and uh, nine points clear of Liverpool. Although Liverpool do still have that uh, that game in hand, um, but that wasn't the end of uh, this midweek run of football. We we've got uh, one more game to to cover, one that I'm not particularly happy about, uh, but we'll get there. Um, but uh, the Thursday games um, yesterday, the thirtieth. It started with Everton versus Newcastle being uh, postponed due to COVID, uh, but then we got Manchester United um, three, Burnley one. Burnley's first game in um, 
in five. Uh, we've had four games uh, postponed due to uh, COVID and injury related. Uh, so Burnley were were pretty fresh, um, but we we met uh, a Man United side who really needed. Um, needed to to get back onto the winning trail after after dropping points in in their last game um yeah we we <laughs> we kind of bore the brunt of that but that wasn't to say it was a, an all one-sided game uh, the 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 final score of 3-1 um it man United certainly deserved the victory don't get me wrong their their first half was um it was pretty sublime um in fact in the first 5 minutes or so uh, it probably should have been 1-1. Chris Wood having a really good chance if it wasn't for maybe uh, too much pace on the cross from Lawton and then uh, Ronaldo uh, skipping through uh, and um, really kind of testing Hennessy. Um, but eventually, um, and <laughs> where this came from, I have no idea, but McTominay certainly found his, score, his uh, shooting boots in this game. Um, taking um, the ball off uh, a Ronaldo who was looking to shoot uh, firing it across the the 18 yard box to uh, to open the scoring uh, and after that uh, the um, United went through a really kind of a dominating period um, and then doubled their lead when Jadon Sancho basically skipped through the, the defence uh, attempted a shot which looked like it was going wide certainly wasn't any many United players there to kind of follow up on it uh, but unfortunately uh, Ben Mee took a little uh, touch and that's what um, pushed the ball past uh, Wayne Hennessy absolutely uh, nothing Wayne Hennessy could do and uh, very very unfortunate for Ben Mee who's been, who's been superb again this season uh, and, and then it was kind of a, um, a bittersweet pill to, to swallow when uh, McTominay yet again uh, firing a, a brilliant 18-yard uh, shot at Hennessy. Hennessy tipping the ball uh, onto the post and Ronaldo essentially having to tap the ball uh, into an empty net and it looked like this Man United side was absolutely cruising and to some extent they were I mean um, in this first half they had um, 10 shots to uh, to Burnley's 6 um, but Burnley weren't uh, a team ready to to uh, to lie down um, Aaron Lennon was able to uh, um Strip the ball from Eric Bailly, uh, rip through the defence, sad for um, uh, Harry Maguire, then nutmeg him to force the ball into into the bottom corner to give uh, Manchester United certainly something to think about. Um, and that that first forty five minutes was 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 really really exciting. Um, but this is a, a very uh, rejuvenated um, main outside. Uh, under uh, Rangnick, uh, you can really tell that he's um, his kind of a pressing uh, uh, tactics are, are, are paying dividends for for Man United. Uh, and when um, you see the likes of Greenwood uh, running inside, when you see um, Sanchez spending a lot of time on the ball, when you see uh, uh, Cavani uh, kind of um, leading the line and and, and kind of um, um, portraying Rangnick's uh, demands uh, to the rest of the team this was a a, a very effective um, um, setup by Man United very kind of hard to break down 
and they 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 were very very um deserved of this victory uh, and that that kind of sticks in the craw as a Burnley fan uh but I think there was a lot of uh, upside to Burnley's performance. Uh, obviously, uh, this is it's a hard place to come to at the best of times. Burnley haven't had any game time, so very kind of uh, rusty in, in, in terms of that. The goals, perhaps, uh, um, the, the the second and, and third one were a little bit soft, but uh, at, the, at the end of the day, I think they were still... Um, um, a lot of uh, positives to glean from that uh, and this was always going to be a hard game to, to go up against um, but we still do have plenty of, of those games in hand and hopefully if we can pick up enough of the points um, we'll be able to uh, to uh, force our way out of this relegation uh, battle so in terms of stats uh, Man United had 57% of the ball to Burnley's 43. They had 18 shots with six on target compared to Burnley's 10 with three uh, uh, on target, which just shows that, that Burnley are still um, we're still able to create against even the, the, the better teams in the league. Um, so I'm sure that um, we'll still be up for the fight. But yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much the midweek football rounded up. Um, definitely uh, enjoyed this kind of a this kind of a change in the format for for the volley. And like I said, Matt will be uh, will be off on holiday for the next couple of weeks. So uh, this is probably how it's going to go uh, in terms of uh, content from from the volley. But uh, once Matt is back, we'll be back with the live shows. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much all from me. Uh, follow me on Twitter at PodfatherMags. Follow Matt at the Matt Attack UK. Uh, follow the rest of the Radio Techers team at Radio Techers. Give us a like. Give us a, a sub. Uh, tell us what you thought of the uh, the the midweek football, and tell us what you think of uh, of the title race and the relegation race down in the comments below. Uh, but other than that, we are out of here. <laughs>